0: Today's special birthday edition of Thrive features a very special guest, my mom. By popular request, she is here and we are at my kitchen island today chatting on the eve of my birthday about her, about her being my mom and working with me on CUR, and then diving deep into the good and the to be improved moments that we've had, as well as thoughts on bettering your own mother-daughter relationship too. Before diving into today's episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet. Drop us five stars if you like what you're listening to. And now let's get into it. Welcome back to Thrive. Today we're here with a very special guest, my mom. (laughs) So this is really cool because it's actually my birthday. Happy birthday to me when Mm -hmm. you're listening to this. And I actually asked my peeps on Instagram, what, who you wanted to see on Thrive and the overwhelming majority of people said my mom, which is so fun. It is
1: fun. I'm honored. You're <laughs> an honored Surprised, but honored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it was you. And then it was, um, we had some Kamala Harris and some Taylor Swift. So you're really among the ranks of, of, women, wow. you know, so be honored. This is cool. Yeah. So first off, introduce yourself.
1: Who are you and <laughs> who are you you're my I mean, mom <laughs> exactly erica's mom marianne what do you do for a living marianne i am a nurse for many 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 years more years than i care to admit
0: yeah so the fun fact that's my right. career mm-hmm. now tell us the cool the cool fun fact
1: well you started a hobby in college, which is now my part-time job, <laughs> as you're back on for <laughs> photography and all the fun stuff, and taking me along on adventures and asking me to do things that I don't normally do. And it's all like good. What? Well, let's see. Moving dumpsters in Chicago to get pictures of murals mm-hmm. and just going do up and going up in hot air balloons and horseback mm. riding in the desert, a lot of fun adventures and fun firsts.
0: It's more fun, fun I would say that that's some misadventures. More adventurous. That's more adventurous than school nurse. Days. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. I would say. Don't yeah. don't tell my employer, but I would retire if, oh, I, if I could. Oh, shots
0: fired. <laughs> if I C-U-R. could do this full
1: time, yes.
0: Yeah, so I think the fun fact uh about my mom that a lot of you probably know by now is if you are familiar with a certain book called caffeinate your soul 52 Monday mantra it's available on amazon.com Barnes and Noble Walmart and wherever books are sold this (laughs) one shot the front cover which is so cool
1: that was probably our most epic shot to date
0: yeah um I know I've probably told this story before but like tell tell our dear listeners what that actually involved behind the scenes because I don't think people realize that that was like an actual picture from an actual camera that an actual human being took like it's not photoshopped at all it's not like that was the result of like what thousand like a thousand pictures that ended up happening so tell everyone like what that what what we actually looked like and where we shot that
1: no a thousand it was more than that because we did test shots first when you told me what your concept was what mm-hmm. the vision was in your head <laughs> and we did test shots with water just to see how i could work the camera settings to get the kind of action shot that you wanted then once we knew that then we switched to coffee a lot of instant cheap coffee <laughs> that we were making in your in your driveway by the court and just trial and error we tried different locations within your cul-de-sac within your driveway different backdrops different platforms to put the coffee cup on holding the coffee cup placing the coffee cup where to position the coffee cup and then how high you needed to pour the coffee from in order to get the shot and
0: to not miss the cup, because I did that only a bajillion times. Yes, <laughs> blatantly missing the complete cup complete
1: out. miss. It was funny too because Jamie came out once and thought he could help and didn't understand Mm-mm. why hitting the coffee cup was tricky. And on his first attempt, completely <laughs> missed that. the completely missed the mug. But it was quite the process that we were. I mean, we knew each each round of shots that we were getting closer, and finally figured out that I only had a split second of shooting for each pour to get that splash that you wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, cause it started just as a creative concept of like, what should this cover be? And I just, my whole, I felt like such a visionary. My whole vision was like, well, I just want it to look like coffee's pouring into a cup and just, Overflowing, like splashing out a lot of coffee, like you're drowning in coffee, and that was the creative vision that you had mm-hmm. to work off of. So, a plus job for
1: taking that and turning it into a work of art. But when we got that shot, we knew it.
0: Oh yeah, we it, like, was, it was it was instant.
1: That shot. was it. We knew it. And
0: yeah, go us, go team. Okay, so this was a question that came in from Instagram, and I thought it was so great. Um, no pressure. What was I like as a child? There's no right or wrong answer.
1: In one word. Oh boy enthusiastic
0: I would say that's pretty consistent with um you know how I
1: you absolutely now. were I you know that I told you that you I used to say you were born enthusiastic for everything activities foods adventures everything you were gun ho and you've just always been that way
0: it's funny because I feel like that's live now too where she's like I love this and I'm so ready and all of this and I'm like huh that must have been what that must have been what I
1: was like. Liv is like you on steroids. Oh, so That's right. It goes around, it comes around. Wonderful. She's delightful. You, you were a challenge to parent, but a delightful challenge because I had to keep up with you. We had to keep up with you.
0: Which is funny now as I hear her yelling on the baby monitor upstairs.
1: I thought that was Percy.
0: <laughs> no, that was, was that Olivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all just heard that, but we're recording this literally night before it goes live. Liv just went to bed. We're at the kitchen island, huddled around, like <laughs> what a what a real life scene. And she's she's interjecting. So there you go. Okay. This was a question that I had for you. What stage of me growing up was the hardest on you and why?
1: Well when you were a baby, a young baby, I had no experience with babysitting. So and right. So I honestly, even though I was a nurse already an experienced nurse, when I brought you home, I, I just thought I was going to break you. Like, you know, you're so nervous as a new mom and I didn't have help around or anything like that. So it was once I got the swing of it, then that was okay. But I do remember in the beginning thinking, oh, wow, like this, I don't know what to do with her. Like, I don't know what to do with the baby. But then, you know, look, it turned out okay.
0: Out. I turned out decent.
1: You were bullied um, late elementary school into middle school. And as any parent of a child who's been bullied would know, it's it's awful. It's awful. It's awful for the kid going through it. It's awful for the parent in different ways. But, yeah, that if I could erase that from your life, I would.
0: I don't think I would, though.
1: You... I mean, like, I would, right, like, I
0: would, because obviously no one wants to go through that, but I know so much of, I think, how I think and who I am.
1: Absolutely. And
0: how I think, treat people, and what I try to teach Olivia, like, so much of that, I think, is now rooted in having gone through what I did go through. So now, in hindsight, Mm -hmm. I actually don't know if I would, say, erase it completely, because I feel like that was actually very formative for me, positively, once I actually got over and all the bad stuff and went to therapy <laughs> went to therapy for it and mm-hmm. healed some
1: wounds but your sense of empathy is beyond what many people
0: yeah i will and you have an emotion I'm you
1: have an emotional it. intelligence and an understanding of emotion and uh, an introspective quality that i think is rooted in a lot of what you went through
0: yes i think cuz my gut reaction a lot of times is like how is the other person feeling mm-hmm. right now because of what's going around and it's I don't know I think I just have heightened awareness now well
1: I know you I saw this often in you you don't like to see anybody else excluded or left out Mm -hmm. and we didn't necessarily prompt you to do that or it wasn't like we were constantly encouraging you to do that that was something that came naturally from you you just gravitated towards and you still do that you're very much about I want to be successful but I'm taking everybody around with me we are we are all rising to the top
0: yeah I would say that's true and now I see that in live too because then I'm always cognizant when she's playing with her toys or whatever like okay we include everyone so mm-hmm. now she'll run up to people and be like hey you want to come play blocks with me or like hey bring your what she says to the grown-ups bring your drink come mm-hmm.
1: with me well she shared so, her cake with everybody tonight hmm
0: yeah I think it has a trickle effect so it's important hmm I would agree Okay, so how would you describe our mother-daughter relationship,
1: like, in a nutshell? <laughs> a blessing.
0: Oh, that's nice. Well, no, elaborate I mean, no. on that.
1: No, I mean it very sincerely. I mean, we were always close, and I think it's evolved now. I mean, I still revert to mom, and I know you've called me out on the Internet numerous times for being the queen of unsolicited advice. Oh, God, so.
0: Your title,
1: yep. That's when I slip over into full mom mode, which as a mom, you can never get away. You'll always be my daughter. That's just that. But so I really cherish the friendship that we have now.
0: Well, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I can't say
1: too much because then you know me. I'll cry. You're right. Like- I'll cry on the internet. Wait, I have a tissue right here just in case. Oh, sweet lord. <laughs>
0: Do you think it's different than like the relationship that you have with your own mom or with the relationship that you see your peers have with their parents or with their children respectively?
1: Different than with my own mom. Even, I have a good relationship with my mom. We've always been close. But you and I have a different degree of closeness. We talk more about all things and I think try to support each other in growing. Like just That's as true. much as I will try to give you advice, whether you ask for it or not. You also do the same thing for me. So I've grown, no, I've grown in ways myself because of, because of you. And I see how introspective you are and how dedicated to um, growth and improvement and just like being self-aware that you are. And so that has rubbed off on me. So I do, I do appreciate that.
0: I didn't know that. That's good to know. See, now you know. Noted. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I can't, I think that also though is testament to our relationship that I am comfortable enough to call you out on certain things. Cause I feel like some people might just be like, roll their eyes at their parent behind their back and tell their therapist and then call it a day and not actually try to strengthen or further the relationship. So I think it says something when you are close enough with someone. I've talked about this with Jamie before and with girlfriends where like it actually I think says more about a relationship when you are willing to call out hard things mm-hmm. and go through a hard conversation to get better. Because I think a lot of times people will just say not so great things behind somebody's back, vent about them, mm-hmm. and then brush it under a rug and move on and not actually have a hard conversation to grow because their relationship isn't worth it in their mind, or maybe it is and they just aren't comfortable with that. But I think it's, I don't know, I think my mindset has always been, just been the core people in my life. I would much rather have an uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. in the moment to get better and have a much stronger, healthier, more comfortable relationship in the future that's better for both parties. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Oh, you no know. I would much rather you call me out.
0: I will continue calling you out. That's don't fine. Don't you worry. <laughs>
1: Now, oh, well I know now I'm not supposed to use the word should when we're talking about things
0: yeah this is true I'm aware
1: but see but I've become more aware of it well so that's good
0: it's not just using the word should it's, it's for
1: certain things certain things
0: right right, right. yeah for context <laughs> dear listeners this came from years of realizing basically I in discussions with my own therapist where I realized some of my insecurities with certain things in life stemmed from hearing, oh, you should do X, Y, Z, and then internalizing it as my original thought or idea was not correct or was not good enough. So it caused me to doubt myself. And of course this was not your intention at all. No. So I had to tell you and be like, Hey, listen, I had this like deep introspective realization as a grown-up that you're totally not meant for harm comments that were just meant because you thought you had good ideas and you did but I internalized some of them in different ways mm-hmm. when it felt like that was the majority of what I was hearing. So that's an example of you talk something through and that's our, that's our relationship.
1: <laughs> well, I you know what, in, in all honesty though, part of probably how I say things comes from, remember how many years I've been a nurse and I worked in the emergency room and then I worked in industry and then I've been in a school health situation for 20 years. So in each of those clinical settings, I'm always having to give people health advice, like this Mm -hmm. is what you need to do, this is what you should do to take care of X, Y, Z. And so I think it's a habit. It's not like I'm intentionally saying, oh, Erica needs to be told what she should do. It's just, it's the way, it's the speech that- It's a habit of presentation. Yes, it's the way, it's the speech that I use because of having to try to give people in short amounts of time, this is what you need to do for whatever, so. Yeah, this is true. but
0: okay well is there anything that um looking back at my childhood or how you raised me and then seeing me today is there anything you wish you had done differently or that you would tell me to do differently than you had now that i am also a mom no pressure this is a real test of the introspection here wow put you on the spot
1: (laughs) let me think (laughs) um Oh my gosh, I'm... See, I know, well, see, I was thinking of the bullying things. I mean, we tried to be as supportive as possible with that, but there's... It's
0: I don't feel like the, there's a it's right or always, wrong answer right. to that, See, so it's always that's that so, that's hindsight
1: like, is twenty twenty is always the thing, so... Right, and
0: I think of, like, if I saw Liv getting bullied today, and my first reaction is I would pop a kid in the face. Like, that's right. obviously not Can't do to get me very far, but, like... <laughs> That's like gut reaction when you're going through something. I feel like that's just as traumatic sometimes for the parent as it is for the kid. So you can't necessarily judge your response to something like that right. because that's, that's like you do the best you can in the moment. And as long as right. you don't end up in jail, you're, <laughs> you're doing okay.
1: No, I, um, I mean, I enjoyed a lot of your childhood and the things that we did and all the activities and the adventures. I think now, having olivia as a granddaughter now i try to be more aware of the moment and be more mindful and present in the moment and so i probably if i could do that over and i would want to be even more present and more mindful in all of your moments
0: that's a good one that's a good
1: one i mean that and that comes well it can, you know it comes with age and maturity and you know just
0: well that's also interesting because you also didn't have technology when you were raising me like that's something very different and right now i constantly catch myself to be more present but normally it's because my iphone's right next to me and i'm like knowing that i have emails coming in or knowing that i have a text coming in or something so mm-hmm. being present is challenging notifications whereas you didn't necessarily have that when you were raising me
1: i didn't have a cell phone until you were a baby that was when and those cell phones back then were the big oh yeah they the were big ones with antennas. huge huge yes they were <laughs> yes they were so
0: so that was a real distraction it was me or the antenna the antenna
1: no and no, and that was strictly only for (laughs) here you have a cell phone in the event of an emergency while you're out running errands or something you can reach somebody that was that was the full extent of what a cell phone was for back then
0: so what do you think is our funniest our funniest memory together our funniest memory and then also our best like a best memory that's more <laughs>
1: sentimental, but what's funniest? Because you just laughed. Oh my so. god! Because I was thinking, how I could, how long do we have? I could give you a list. We
0: have all the time in the world. It's my okay.
1: Podcast. Funniest, funniest <laughs> moment. I'll will t- tell you the, the first thing. The first thing that came to my mind. You, well, you take a guess. What do you think is the first thing that popped in my mind when you said our funniest memory together?
0: There's many, so this feels.
1: Okay, how about if I give you this? Funny, but painful.
0: Oh wait funny but painful
1: from it would for me it was painful
0: when you <laughs> fell down the escalator yes, yes! <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> oh my god oh my god somewhere no, were you falling up or falling you were you no, fell down escal- going
1: up correct correct
0: Oh, paint the picture for our sweet sweet listeners because this was not this was not good for you but this was sure as hell funny for everybody witnessing it this.
1: this was in Ari- this was in Arizona mm-hmm. when we arrived in Arizona and we were going up the escalator in the airport with our luggage mm-hmm. and you were behind me.
0: My hands are you were already. you were I
1: know you were a couple steps behind me and the suitcase because we just had our, our roll our um our carry-on suitcases mm-hmm. with us but they were both um the rolling kind and the wheel got caught and I tried to stop it from mm-hmm. falling down because you were on the step below me and in trying to do that i fell backwards basically
0: everybody's worst nightmare on an escalator
1: and you were trying to push me up and i'm like no 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 because i didn't want you to fall and it was just so i we rode the escalator like that (laughs) and i could feel the blades of the step like cutting into my tush and the back of my thighs thinking oh "Oh my god like i'm going to be scalped by the escalator Mm -hmm. no one was around do you remember like there was no one around us you're thinking where are the people that are going to hit the emergency stop button so that the women don't die on the escalator um yes so i had it looked like a bear clawed my backside yeah it was gnarly it was it was and then was a security (laughs) guard or something at the airport that we told him what happened and he said oh there's security footage of that somewhere i'm going to go look for it
0: yeah i'm sure we ended up on somebody's somebody's TikTok somewhere.
1: (laughs) I mean we had a good laugh about it. It it hurt though Mm
0: -hmm. but it was funny. Yeah that was (laughs) that was pretty bad. Oh man.
1: I was just glad though that it what you had I mean you always have had long hair though. I have short hair and I was glad that it wasn't you because I did like worst case scenario would have been your hair getting getting caught in the escalator steps.
0: okay and then on the flip side what's one of your best or favorite memories in general together
1: your wedding because yeah it was such a joy-filled happy day it it was just wonderful i mean i went to bed that that night with such a full happy heart oh yeah, it was just it was magical it really was it was magical it was magical
0: i also liked when we were horsebacking and Arizona. Horseback riding.
1: That was phenomenal. Yeah, that was. was. I could not believe that we got a chance to to do that. I've always wanted to go horseback riding. And the fact that we got to do it in the middle of the desert in Arizona, that was, the scenery was so beautiful and surreal. That it looked i mean it looked like a fake backdrop do you remember
0: when your horse bit the butt of my the horse? the butt of your horse my horse kicked your horse and yes was, we almost got into a horse fight that
1: was that was <laughs> sc- that was scary but you held on to that horse and your horse bucked
0: I mean, what can i say i'm basically a professional natural mm-hmm. one one time on a pack of a horse and i nailed it uh,
1: and the, okay on that same trip that we also had the hot air balloon and remember the hot air balloon just kind of stalled up there that literally was not moving anywhere and we kind of thought well this is really odd but there was no current whatsoever mm-hmm. and it was such a weird feeling that the hot air balloon was just suspended and still before he had to touch down on the road you remember that oh, too yeah, that was crazy that was a little scary though
0: mm-hmm. okay so this is a random question that i just thought of what piece of advice would you give if someone is listening and they're like maybe my age maybe a little younger and they feel like they don't have the greatest relationship with their mom, but they want to have a better relationship with their mom. How do you think someone should approach that?
1: Talk and say what you just did. Be able to have a conversation and say, I really want to have a better relationship with you. How can we work on that? What do you need? What I'll I'll share what I need, you share what you need and let's find common ground and let's commit to being able to work towards that you have to be able to be honest and to be able to take it and to to give it and not become defensive or hurt by it. You know, see it as growth and you know, what what's the end? Keep the end in mind. What do you what's your goal? If your goal is to have a great relationship, that's what you have to work toward.
0: What do you think helped you the most in your own personal growth journey, so to speak, of like being open and willing to accept feedback from for example, your child, because I feel like a lot of, I know I've seen this where like a lot of parents maybe are like totally turned off to the idea of feedback or anything from their kid because the first thought is like, you're my child. Like, and it's, it's hard for them to even see their kid as an adult or as someone who's, whose thoughts are, not equal but just like respectable as something that they should actually take into consideration and adopt and move forward with so if do you think there was anything that kind of helped you personally be able to take anything that michael or i say to you for example and like take it to heart and listen to it and not just be like what the heck my child is telling me how to live my life who do they think they are
1: i like i like to learn something new every day I, th- I mean, I think you spend your whole life learning and growing. You can learn from anybody. The age is irrelevant, so you have to let go of pride. I mean, your daughter, my granddaughter can teach me things too, mm-hmm. and she's two, so let let go of pride. That's a biggie. hmm
0: Okay, so I read somewhere recently that your daughter is a reflection of you, so <laughs> for me that makes me terrified because I'm like, good God, I'm a tornado. But what? No, with us right here, what does that make you? If I am a reflection of you, what does that make you?
1: That feels like a compliment to me, though, because.
0: That's fine. Then speak it out loud. Speak good
1: things about yourself. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: It's my birthday, so you could speak it as if it's me, and happy birthday to me.
1: I I think you really try to be the best person that you can be. You try to be the best version of yourself. Okay, but I'm and gonna you I re- off right
0: there because we're not we're not actually talking about me. It's supposed to be reflection of I am the reflection of you. So what does that make you? I'm
1: I want to always I want to try to be the best version of myself. So you know I see you do that and I'd like to mirror that. I hope that you see me trying to do that and maybe there's some part of you that tries to mirror that so that we're both striving do, well what's the name of your podcast thrive we're both i was about
0: to say striving to thrive
1: <laughs> we're striving to thrive no that i mean in all honesty i mean we don't know how much time we have on this earth so you know make every day count
0: make every day count love it all right well you know the drill you've heard this podcast a few times so <laughs> i'm gonna ask you what i ask everyone who comes on thrive brace yourself what does thrive mean to you and how do you strive to thrive in your own everyday life.
1: I love when you ask your guests this question because you get such a great variety of answers. That is
0: true. It blows my mind every time because Mm -hmm. I have honestly half expected something to repeat itself Mm -hmm. at this point. And I don't often prep people ahead of time. Like oftentimes at this point, it's it's like Mm -hmm. pretty spontaneous. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if people you know, do their research and listen in before they are on the show. And everyone has a different answer and it's, I'm like, that's pretty cool. But it is,
1: it is, but I think that's important because it's, I mean, there are some common themes in what it means to thrive. But I think, think the fact that you have such a variety of guests and so many accomplished guests and they all have a slightly different version Mm -hmm. of what it means to thrive. So I think that's important for people to hear. And it might also give people ideas. Like somebody might not realize by their standard of what they think is thriving. They might not consider themselves to be thriving at that moment. But then they hear someone else's description of what they think it means Mm. to thrive. And it might make them think, like, step back and say, wow, like maybe I need to shift my perspective Mm -hmm. because there are ways that I'm thriving in my life.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so how, what does thrive mean to you?
1: So, to thrive we have so many choices and decisions that we make every every day. And I think we make so many of them, um, by habit, um, or unconsciously. And there's just a few that we are very deliberate about. So I'm trying more to be mindful of the decisions that I make to live life on purpose with intention instead of just Mm. Instead of just running through it and realizing, okay, the day is over and what about my day did I do on purpose? Mm. And what was just, it was just, yes, scrutinized. And that doesn't mean you have to do these huge grandiose things. I mean, if you're in the moment, each moment, you, you, you can be kind, you can be gentle, joyful, little things like that that have a huge impact. So moment by moment, you're thriving. I mean, you're not going to have a full day where every moment thrives, but the more you can thrive in the individual moments, then that becomes the theme of your life.
0: And it, I think it increases your appreciation of everything, too. Absolutely. When your awareness is heightened. Absolutely. Because then you're, you're being intentional and you're more aware so that you're acting acting with intention. But then in turn, you're more aware of everything that you're receiving as well. So yes. then it, you end up being able to appreciate things more as they come mm-hmm. because you're just paying closer attention mm-hmm. because you're paying attention to what you're putting out. So you're by its very nature also paying more attention to what you're taking in.
1: And the more grateful you are, I think it heightens your awareness of the things that you have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm some people might say I don't want to have to do a gratitude journal I don't want to have to look for reasons to be grateful it seems forced and maybe for some people in the beginning it feels forced but once you start doing it it becomes easier and then it just becomes very natural
0: hmm for sure okay and then how do you strive to thrive in your everyday life I feel like you kind of. I think I, I, yeah, I was gonna say so I think of, that it kind
1: of I kind of wrapped yeah. it together so
0: yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, normally I ask people where they can find you online, but since you're not you're not online, so I'll proxy no, I that. Am, no,
1: wait, I am online. I'm the, the behind the camera of the photos. This is so true. there you go. So That's where if I... you are just following
0: um, at thrive.podcast on Instagram or at Erica Lagenza, You'll see the work of the wonderful Marianne at play. Uh, yeah, any final that is or words? that is
1: how I play. That is a good. Yeah. That is
0: good. It's how you play any closing closing words of motherly advice
1: oh motherly advice I was or going whatever to, you could I was gonna tell the listener I think you do a great job as a podcast host so
0: oh well thanks. I think it
1: should be shared far and wide somebody <laughs> no really
0: there you go you could pay you could say happy birthday to me and you can pay homage to my mom by sharing your favorite episode Absolutely. of Thrive with someone who you care about Absolutely. maybe your mom maybe someone else who is a mom Maybe just a random person on the street. Absolutely. And that works. Then you'll be thriving. They'll be thriving too. (laughs) Wait, before you go, make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. Drop five stars on your way out if you like what you just listened to. And come join the party on Instagram at thrive.podcast to stay inspired and thriving all week long. Thanks for tuning in. It's
1: your time to thrive.